Network. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. for this show. It's going to be a good one, Dr. Angel Falzoni. You are ready. And if some people are watching us on the webcam, you are funny tonight. You really are, young lady. (laughs) I'm in my little snow bunny hat. You know, it's chilly here today. Our highs were under 60, so... Yeah, and our friends up in the northern states are probably going, you got to be kidding, 60 and yeah, but it was under 60 today, and you've got this funny little snow bunny hat on. I'm native Floridian, so under 60 is freezing for me. It's freezing, and boy, yeah, so some of our friends up there are really experiencing some yucky weather, but... Uh, we're a little cold, but we'll, we'll be okay. This is Go Yard, and we're excited to be here with you tonight. I'm Mama Mac and Dr. Angel Falzoni, our Ph.D. licensed mental health counselor. We have a great topic tonight, Out With The Old. Kind of comes from our theme song it that we does. just played. Yeah, our theme song is by the group Mercy Me, A New Lease on Life. And it says that very thing, Out With The Old, In With The New. And this show is going to kind of piggyback on where we were last week on the first day of the new year, which was an exciting, fun show to do, wasn't it? It was very fun. It was great to be here on New Year's and get get the year kicked off right. Right. A new year, a new you. That was last week. And if you missed that due to a big old celebration at your house or, or whatever, uh, you can catch it on our Go Yard website now. All the shows we've done so far are there. GoYard2014.org. Go there. And go up to Radio Broadcasts, and you're going to see where all of them are right there uh, attached to the website. And you can listen and listen and listen and tell friends about them, and that's where they're at. So we got that done over the holidays, and we are so happy that they are all there with titles. Because we did some series on boundary setting and, and a lot of different things, didn't we, Doctor? We have. We've been really... Productive, productive the last few months. So. <laughs> and we got exciting things coming this year. We've got all kinds of ideas. So uh, we've even had some p- listeners send ideas for shows, and that's fine, too. You can do that. Our email address is goyard2014 at gmail.com. Now we have a new phone number during the show. Now we have two phone numbers, actually. So write these down if you want to call in and comment and talk. Uh, comment you can. That's seven two seven four four one three thousand. There's also a toll free number, and that is eight six six eight two six thirteen forty. Let me give you those again. Those are if you want to call in and talk and comment or ask a question to Doctor Falzoni during the show. And those two numbers again seven two seven four four one three thousand or the toll free number one eight six six eight two six. 1340, but we also have a new texting number now, and we just put that on our website today. You can text using this number from now on, 727-888-4171. Let me give you that again. That's a great new number, and we want you to be able to text during the show at any time, and those texts will come straight 
to my phone right here, 727-888-4171. You can ask a question. You can make a comment. Uh, you can just say, hi, uh, Dr. Dr. Falzoni's hat looks great. <laughs> Whatever you want to say, 727-888-4171 for texting. All right, let's kick this off. Old what? Out with the Out old. Out with the old. Out with the old. All right. Last week, we really had an interesting show, I thought. It was really good about goal setting. It was really good. And, uh, you know, a lot of us fall into the New Year's resolution trap. So it was right. kind of a way to be more successful this year. And we right. went down the whole outline of smart goals. Yes, we did. Which is a great way to make goals. Right. Fun. And SMART being the acronym for how we want to make our goals. Yes, which so, is? Well, the S is for being specific. Specific. Making very our important. Goals very specific. And the M right. would be for making them measurable. Aha. Uh-huh. And what do you mean by that, real quick? If somebody well, missed that show, measurable. Our goal is measurable when we have some um, objective or quantitative way to measure that goal. So okay. if we're wanting to, you know, pay off debt, you know, seeing that number on the screen or some kind, it just can't be this abstract concept, you know, I want to be happy. Well, that's not, <laughs> measurable. That's not measurable. We can't measure okay. happiness in quantitative terms All right. easily. So, so we got to measure it if it's going to be, be a, measurable. a smart goal. How Go do you ahead. know you met the goal was a great question to find your measurement. Okay. Um, the A is for achievable and achievable. that's the plan. What steps are you going to take to achieve that goal. okay and uh yeah and and be specific write those out you mentioned specific measurable achievable what about our realistic realistic why is that important well if we don't set realistic goals we we won't meet those goals we'll fail and we'll get overwhelmed and we'll quit and realistic is important so small goals chunking larger goals into realistic goals and relevant if it's not important to you it's you're not going to really work for it okay it's so be your own motivation so if somebody says i want to lose weight so i'm going to start running 25 miles a week i'm going to start right this minute that's a little not realistic uh, really a little high right mm-hmm. or or whatever. And you'll get overwhelmed and you'll hit burn and you'll quit and you'll be like, oh, I can't do this. I, I, I yeah. stink. So it's got to be realistic and it's got to be relevant. And the T? And the T is time. We have to time. have a time stamp on this goal. It can't be a forever ongoing goal. So we have to, we can look at it in a certain time and then continue, but we need to have some kind of time where we're going to stop and say, have we met this portion of the goal? Okay. What, or adjust the goal as we need to. Because we need, yeah, we need to see. And it's kind of cool to say, yeah, I made this or I missed this by just as much and I'm going to adjust my goal. Right. So it's it's fun. It's rewarding. Very rewarding. And so having that time means that it's not a forever thing. Okay. You know, our brains cannot handle that forever. We can't handle that concept right. of not knowing when the end is. Okay. You know, the, I hear people say, I can do anything for X amount of time. And it's true. We can. A lot of right. us can. So let's give some time to that goal. Put some time stamp on it. All right. Mm-hmm. I like that. So we're going to start out talking about... Um, out with the old, and I guess that really starts with our habits, isn't it? Some of our old habits got to go. It does. It really, <laughs> and you know, our habits, they can, oh, they just affect us in so many ways because it's the things that we do without thinking about it. Okay. Those are our habits. They're, okay. they're the everyday. They're the kind of when your brain goes into autopilot. Right. You know, when you drive the same route to work every day, before long, you don't even remember your drive. That's right. You don't even remember if you, yeah. You oh, really man. don't because your brain just right. went into autopilot. Right. It's kind of scary when that happens. It really it happens is. to all of us. It but does. Yeah. So that's a habit. Um, mm-hmm. And so our habits are so important, though, because they really tell a lot about us, don't they? Well, all of our habits, the combination of every one of our habits kind of make up our general life approach. Okay. What do you mean by general Meaning, life approach? Doctor? Our habits combine to guide how we see ourselves, how we see others, how we relate, how we handle stress, how we manage problems. Our habits okay. are all part of that approach to life for us. Okay. So if our life isn't where we want it, if we're not an ideal life, right, we can change that by working on some of our habits one by one. Okay. So very important, um, our outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Right before I left my office a little while ago to come to the radio station, I turned on the TV for my little dogs, <laughs> of course, so they're not bored. And there came a report on saying that the the uh, Harvard School of Medicine, whatever, has had this new 
uh, survey, this new study that they've been doing, and it was talking about what we've talked about in the last few weeks, doctor, about how important a positive outlook is to your health. And it was talking about this, the decreasing the risk of heart attack due to positive outlook, positive habits in your life. Mm-hmm. And I thought, whoa, this is time. We were just going to the station to do this show right it's now. It's great timing. And, you know, and I think we even cited that Harvard yes, study. Yes, we did. They just had on the news. Yeah. Very real, relevant. And it's so simple, but so profound. Right. Difficult. So bad habits have got to go. True. Because... You know, when we have negative habits, it's bringing us down on that negative view and it's negatively affecting how we see others, how we relate with others, how we manage our stress, how we how we just manage our life in general. And so, okay, changing our habits one. But we don't know. Some of us are in this trap. Oh, I have lots of bad habits. Yeah. We can't change them all at once. We shouldn't change them all at once because that's not realistic. We still want to be in our smart goal thinking. We want realistic. So if we change one negative habit at a time before long, we've made a big chunk into how we uh, approach our our general life. Good idea. So don't try to do too much at once. Right. Don't say from now on, I am never going to do and list 25 things because that would be overkill. Very overkill. And I, you know, I, I like that you said from now on, I will never because I've always been taught this never, always and always never. We can't use absolutes. We can't. We're human. No. Yeah. So when we do, when we fall into that trap and say, I'll never eat that again. Oh, my gosh. You're just setting yourself up for failure. You That's know why? what you're saying. Because you just put it in your brain and now your brain's going to think about and now, it and yeah. it's going to stew on it. And guess what? It's going to happen. You're going to eat it. Right. Right. So, so you got to be very careful about using those terms never and always. True. We are not absolute. Humans can't do anything on the absolute. Right. So. Okay. All right. That's a good point. Um, and so changing our habits, just one small habit at a time. So what do you suggest people start with? Or I, I guess it's individual. Well, and that's what whatever they have as identified as that one habit that they want to change. Um, sometimes, you know, we kind of see that we have some negative habits and then we get stuck into focusing on just the negative. Right. And so I want to change it around with us tonight. You okay. Know? But one lie people get trapped in with this is. Oh, these habits are just who I am. My mom did this. My grandmother did this. My father did yeah. this. And I'm, this is yeah. just me. Right. It's part of my heritage. And really what that is, is just saying that's ah, okay that I'm this way. That's just accepting it. Yes. Even though they may really, realistically not like it, but they accept it because they just think, eh, it's too hard to change it. It's a justification to justification. not have to, to do anything about Mm-mm-mm. it. And it's not okay. true. It's a lie. So right. we take ownership of our lives. So if we have negative habits, we can change those. Right. Okay. So um, a lot of people do have habits that, that maybe they get in a relationship with someone and they, somebody says, you know, when you do that, whatever that is, mm-hmm. you know, it's just annoying to me, you know. And maybe that's kind of a wake-up call for some people when someone points out, hey, that what you do when you slurp your soup or <laughs> could be. or whatever it is, you know, is annoying, you know? You know, and, and the thing is, is negative habits, we all have them yes. and we all will have some of them. And there's there's no perfect way to live. But getting rid of some of the ones that are really weighing us down right. and replacing them with positive habits will help us to achieve that life we want to achieve. All right. And one habit at a time and or one just at a time. small chunks. You know, okay. So if you're finding like, you know, some people really struggle with time they're late everywhere there's jokes oh you know, they'll be late gosh. to their own funeral right. you know we all know those people yep maybe learning to manage their time at going to work or going to this function is one habit they're working on and maybe they can only work on that habit in one or two areas of that habit right because time management's humongous it's it is area right so start somewhere. Start somewhere. And you're saying, if I heard you correctly a few minutes ago, you don't want us on this show to concentrate on breaking the old habits as much as replacing them with something better. Is that what I'm hearing you say? True. I want us to stay in this positive mindset as okay. much as possible. When we think of what we shouldn't do, we're, we're thinking still in a negative All mindset, right. even though that negative mindset was trying to help us 
do something positive. I want us to, to have a positive attitude. So instead of focusing so much on what we're doing wrong, right. I would like us to find a new habit we would like to improve our life with. Okay. For example, if you want to lose weight, which is a common go- common thing, people Especially have bad for habits. for January of every year, right? Some of us have, you know, bad habits, too much sure. fast food, eating on the run, whatever, too many sweets, whatever that is. Instead of saying, oh, well, I'm going to get rid of that negative habit, let's right. say, I'm going to increase my exercise this year and exercise 30 minutes for three days a week. Right. That's a new habit. Right. Doesn't mean, you know, and as we start working on that new habit, those old negative habits kind of start dropping they off start when dropping you start off. exercising you're not going to want those mcdonald's fries right you're it's gonna, a natural inclination your body's going to feel it and when you exercise it's going to hurt and you're gonna be like yeah no yeah just not going to do that because that defeats what i just did work exactly. okay what happens when we start a new habit okay mm-hmm. like you're talking about positive a new habit going to the gym we have a busy week we don't get there for three times and i, I think a human tendency is just ah that's, this is too hard. And just give up. Well, and that's just it. We don't want to make them too hard that we give up. And we need to give ourselves room to fail. Okay. We are going to revert to old mindsets. We're going to revert to old habits. Habits are hard to break. Yes. And so there, our mind doesn't have to think to do a habit. Right. So to do it differently, we're, we're changing our body structure here. So it's okay to fail yeah. Let's recognize what happened. Right. How, why did I fail? Was it that I just ran out of time? Was it I was just exhausted? And think of maybe ways you can help prevent that. Right. But don't use it as an excuse to quit altogether. Because if your goal is... Don't you is think to, that happens oh, a lot? all the time. Oh, I just can't do this. Yes. I told you I can't do this. Right. Right. If you're, you're wanting to make a habit of exercising three days a week and you only were able to exercise one day that week, guess what? It was still more than you were doing it for. That's exactly you're right. You're still in a better place. So cut yourself some slack. A lot of slack. A lot of slack. You know, okay. habits take somewhere between 21 and 28 days okay. to get in our system. And if we're not doing it every day, it takes longer. Yeah, it would. So we need to work on that purposefully. Okay. And patiently. And don't you think we need to understand why we have negative habits in our lives? I mean, you want to give an example of something, maybe uh, somebody every night at 8.30 or 9 gets the munchies and has to go to the refrigerator and make a big banana split or I don't know. I'm just giving an example. You may be smoking or maybe it's drinking or it can be a lot of things that can be what we decide is our negative habit. And some they all have a payoff. Okay. So we need to look at... Uh, Wait a minute. Explain that. What do you mean? The negative habit has a payoff. What do you mean by that? Well, it's rewarding us in some way. Okay. It's giving us something we feel like we need or we wouldn't do it. The big banana split at 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. Maybe giving you some emotional gratification for that couple minutes you're eating. All right. Or making you feel comforted. Or maybe when you smoke, you're feeling like it's de-stressing you. Okay. Right. But everything has some payoff in our mind. We wouldn't do it if it didn't. Okay. Okay. So we need to look at what is this giving me? And right. That's hard. I was going to say, how do we help our audience identify those things? And by the way, let me tell you again, our phone number for texting, if you want to text and weigh in on this conversation, it's now 727-888-4171. 727-888-4171. We'd love to get your text your comment or you can call in but go ahead uh doctor i mean that's kind of hard to identify what payoff we're getting from these bad habits don't you think it can be very hard and so sometimes looking at when do you do the habit okay all right what's happening when you're feeling this need to do whatever this habit is um and looking at some of the things that are kind of provoking you or tempting you into this like habit. anger, get mad, maybe or, or when bored you're, when you're angry, maybe when you're bored, maybe when you're feeling lonely, maybe okay. when you're just feeling stressed, maybe. Okay. And it depends on the habit and everyone. And we can have different triggers to the same habit. Sure. You know, I might struggle with eating unhealthy foods and mine might just be because I have poor time management and yours might be because it's comforting for your emotions. And right. So we have to individually look at. What's going on? Why am I doing this? What's it doing for me? Why do I like it? So should the person say, kind of try to evaluate, be more consciously aware of what you're feeling or thinking right before you go to the refrigerator for the banana split? Very much so, because that will kind of help you figure out your payoff. Um, 
It everything has one. And so the more we can kind of trigger that and figure out our payoff, the more we're going to be successful at having a positive added habit and kind of letting those die out, those negative ones. Okay. All right. So let's say we figure that out. We're beginning to realize, okay, mm, tonight at 10 o'clock, that's a trigger time for me. So instead of doing my usual snacking or binging, eating or whatever the case may be, whatever the person is saying, I'm going to create a new habit. A new habit. So tell me about that. And that's where we look at what do you want to cultivate in your life? Okay. What new habit would you like to do? Um, a lot of people are aware of the habits they don't like. They, they're shame-inducing for some people, right. and they try to hide them. Or So what would you, what would you be proud of for your life? Right. Um, and it could be a myriad of things that we want to establish. Maybe read. Maybe journal. Maybe go for a walk or exercise. Maybe... It can be right. millions of things that you want to cultivate as a new habit, depending on what area you're needing so to So are you fill. suggesting, Dr. Falzoni, that you strategically place that habit in a problem time period for you, maybe? Very much so, because okay. here's the deal. A lot of people can recognize the negative habit. Right. You know, let's say smoking. It's a common one this time of year where people want to quit smoking. I have several coworkers working on that right now. And so they're just going to go without. Well, the problem is, is they left this empty void now. Right. So if we don't have a positive um, habit to replace it with, we just left this gaping hole and we're going to be so much more vulnerable to filling back into old ways. Right. So if we're replacing those moments with something positive. Right. Then we're going to be more um, apt to be successful. So it's purposeful. It's intentional. It's thinking about what it is that kind of drags you down on this thing you're trying to get rid of. What you're doing during those times, evaluation, perhaps, of what you do. Right. Like a lot of people have to have a cigarette after they eat a meal. Very much. So. You know, maybe finding something different that they might choose to do. A banana split. Well, you know, that could be (laughs) another one. I'm teasing. (laughs) That could lead them in trouble, too. (laughs) Right. There you go. So that's not going to work. All right. Okay. So if you just simply try to to break an old habit, you're saying it's going to be very hard to do, doctor. Not just very hard, but if you're leaving those open, you know, time slots gaping open, you're going to be so much more tempted and vulnerable to fall back into that way that your brain just goes on autopilot. Your brain goes on autopilot for a habit. Right. And so when your brain doesn't know what else to do, it's going to it's revert going. to autopilot. Because that was comfortable and that was what they, the, the brain knew. But what it knows. The brain is, talk, but. You know, if we think about it, our brains are these massive computers. Okay. And so when it's programmed a certain way, we have to unprogram it and reprogram it. Okay. That takes a lot of purposeful intention. Okay. So let's talk about losing weight because I think we're in January and that's what a lot of people get kind of preoccupied with as we start a new year you know they do and they're thinking a lot of times 50 pounds 20 pounds whatever the the numbers are just like daunting sometimes you know and i mean you look a biggest loser when it starts every season and you see people that weigh 400 300 you know and the amount of weight so let's talk about how we challenge how how can we get from this goal or get to that goal, but not get so stressed over it during the process. Well, one of the things is we can kind of change our mindset in the way, especially with weight that we look at it. You know, like I said before, instead of saying I need to lose X amount of pounds, we might just say, I want to add this healthy choice. I'm going to, you know, exercise 30 minutes, three okay. days a week All right. or whatever it is. You know, So get your mind off of the your poundage. Mind out of this set of what you're losing because that's a negative way of thinking about it i have to lose i'm negatively getting rid of things gotcha let's say what we're adding okay and so that you're not feeling like you're going without because when i have to lose that means i can't have my dessert that means i can don't have my soda that means that means a lot of things that i'm sacrificing that i'm used to but if i said oh i'm gonna add walking two miles you know three times a week now i just added something into my world that i can look forward to okay I like that. And the weight kind of start your your other negative habits kind of fall into place as you're working toward the positive one. Okay. So, and shouldn't we, if we've got, especially if we have a big goal, shouldn't we kind of break it down a little bit into we some do segments? Need a, we do need to chunk the goal. Chunk it. Chunk it. Hey, I, I like that. Big proponent of chunking. Okay, Everything. wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Say that word again. That's a bell ringer tonight. 
chunk the goal. Chunk the goal. Everything I do, I chunk. Okay. Um, I can get a lot of things done when I make them very small and manageable tasks. Okay. Down to how I clean my house. Yes. I We've do already the same talked thing. about, yes, I chunk it to the very smallest and go, and I can whip out a whole lot. Yes. And by chunking it. Explain that with cleaning your house for some of our listeners. I mean, just give them an idea how you would do it. Besides. Well, I'll, I'll take I'll take my notebook. I'll look around the house. And I'll see, well, what some of the things that need to be accomplished today? Oh, I, my bathroom. Okay, well, I need to clean the toilet. I need to clean the sink. I need to clean the mirrors. I need to clean the tub. I need to mop the floor. Well, that was five different things on my list. Instead okay. of just saying the bathroom, I list them separate. Ah, okay. I try to list my chores as something I can do in 10 minutes or less. Okay, 10 minutes or less. All right, that's important. That's a good chunking principle. It really is because, you know what, we can get that one thing. Then we're starting to feel accomplished after I've done two or three of things off my list and it's going down. I'm feeling more energetic and more successful and driving me to finish my list. So true. I do that with my real estate business and write it down and then just... Mark them off. I love to take, I'll write them in like blue and then get my red pen, you know, right here. And then as I mark that off, I do feel better. I honestly do. And you get energized as you're doing. And when we we make these lists that take longer to do, we run out of steam. And if I know I only have to do something for 10, I can do anything for 10 minutes. Okay. So it's not a good thing to write down on your list. Clean the house. No. Because that is way too general and way too overwhelming. Very right. overwhelming. So my list might be empty Chunk it the down. garbages. Chunk it down. Yep. Chunk it down. Put away the clean dishes. You know, everything is chunked as small as I can get it. So okay. I can do anything for a few minutes. Right. How'd you learn that? Just do it. I don't know. It's just something I've done. I, I take everything and break it down yeah. and, and it gives me the motivation to just fly. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the quicker you can get that done, that little chunk... You go on to the next one and you've done 10 chunks or 15 chunks in just a few minutes. You know, and I've even taught my kids this and we will watch um, TV shows on Saturday morning. It'll be our cleaning day in our house and we'll put the TV shows on and on the commercials. We'll all run and do one of our chunk things off of our list that we've picked. And then we come back and watch our show. So every commercial we're running around like madmen cleaning our one little area and then coming back and we can get a house clean in a couple hours and watch a few shows to boot. It's really fun. I love it. Okay. Let me remind you of our phone numbers. Write them down real quick, and we're going to break here. Our texting number tonight, 727-888-4171. Listen to these messages. Is it time to consider a new pool enclosure or beautiful screen room for your family's enjoyment? Family owned and operated, Boyles Aluminum is the place to call for timely installation of all types of seamless guttering and screen enclosures. Boyles Aluminum is A-rated on Angie's list and with the Better Business Bureau. Check out their website at boylesaluminum.com or call today for a free estimate at 727-504-9354. Mention this ad for a discount on your project. Boyles Aluminum. Treating you like family with honest and reliable service. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. Tampa Bay's Tan Talk. Entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. those songs all right had a problem on our first commercial so i want to just uh, apologize for that we don't know technically what happened but uh the uh, commercial came out very rapid and you couldn't understand really what was going on there was 
the pace was wrong. So um, anyway, we'll get that corrected before next week because that was from our new sponsor, Boils Aluminum. And they are a company that specializes in pool screens and guttering of all kinds, family-owned and operated business right here in Tarpon Springs, and they go all over Pinellas and Hillsborough and Pasco County. Eric and Craig Boyle own that, boylesaluminum.com. So uh, we'll just give them an extra little pitch So we had, since we had problems there on that commercial. But uh, our engineer, Chris, does some great songs there. I like that, Doctor. He does. He yeah. rocks every week. I can see clearly now, and that's isn't that a great way to describe what we're talking about on this show today on Go Yard? Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. This, if you just tuned in, we're talking tonight about out with the old, and we're talking about habit patterns that need to be changed and how to do that. And we just talked about a concept called chunking, and we will tell you more about that again in just a moment. And we invite you to call in with any comments or questions, 727-441-3000 is the number you could call in and talk to us on, or our new texting number that we're going to use from now on. 727-888-4171, and we welcome you to, uh, you know, just call us, you know, or text us. We we want you to contribute, and that would be great. So, Dr. Falzoni, we're talking about Out with the Old today on January the 8th, 2015, second show for this new year. Chunking, we just talked about it, and uh, somebody's just joining us. Explain that one more time. That's taking something larger and breaking it down into small, manageable parts. Right. So we can do that with looking at our habits, and that's how we've been relating it. But it's really a great principle for us to even apply to other areas right. of our life, and you can have fun with it. And, you know, our brains, it helps our brains to accomplish more when we break things down into okay. smaller areas. Break it down so that we can really uh, get it done and and mark it off of our list. Uh, go ahead. No, well, I was just going to say, because when we try to tackle something large, our brains just get overwhelmed and right. we lose motivation and we don't have the energy and we sometimes quit before we get too started. Um, I have a coworker who wants to start exercising and she was looking at the treadmills and the joke around the office is, oh, well, wait till March. You can probably pick them up real cheap on Craigslist because they buy them in January and they're done by March. Right. It's true. It's true. It really is. Right. So that's so don't don't uh, bite off more than you can chew. So exactly. Start with the chunking. Okay. Uh, commit to a small goal. And we've been talking during this show about changing your habits, your your bad habits, by simply starting to put some new positive at habits into your schedule. Right. Very much. And so when we want to have that new habit, we need to create it in a smart goal format, which we right. introduced in the beginning of the show and making that goal specific and measurable and attainable and realistic and having a time period um, for a new habit. We need to go through that whole process, not just for goals, but for habits as well. OK, um, that'll help give us that plan for success. So the smart the smart word really applies when you're setting new habits a also new habit a new goal any kind of change we want to make that smart process right works well specific measurable attainable uh, realistic and yes. time there you go and, okay um, they want to know more about that it was on last week's show then go down and download it off the podcast and right you know, we went into great detail last we did. week on it yeah but it works for a new habit and making that plan of the positive new habit How about the person who says, well, golly, I just didn't get time to set any New Year's resolutions. I didn't get that done. So I don't know. I guess I'm just not going to change anything right now, thinking that it has to be done on New Year's. You know, we can make a change anytime, any day we choose and that we hold that ownership. And so if we want to start making a change today, today's a great day to make a change. Right. Do it. Do it today. Yeah. You know, and which is leads to another point is the procrastination with our habits. Oh, my heavens. That is a huge problem for a lot of people, don't you think? Oh, I'll do it next month or I'll start next week or, oh, I just, oh, let me get to the summer because it's winter and I, I still want to eat my good food. Right. Whatever it is. We find some reason to postpone. Yeah. Right. No, 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 no. Don't fall in the postponement trap. Do right. it now. Exactly. Do it, it now. You postpone it. 
the statistics will show you are not going to get there. Very rare will you be able to achieve a goal that you continually postpone. Procrastination is a big problem for a lot of people, don't you think? It is. In every area of their lives. And so we may we may have a new habit we want to cultivate, but we may not be able to at this point kind of get there. Mm-hmm. So we might be able to take a small part of that today. Right. And do it today. Right. But do what you can today. Get started. The first step, there's a quote out there. Um, it's in my book. The first step is the hardest step you'll ever take. Wow. And That's so, a good quote. And it really is. is. And so once you've taken that first step, right, the, you have momentum now and you can keep taking steps. So don't fall into the trap of not starting right now. And so therefore, I'm just going to shelve the whole idea. Don't fall in that trap and visualize. And this is what's really important. Our minds are super powerful. And I don't think we give ourselves the credit for the way our minds work. Right. They're powerful entities. And when we can imagine and visualize ourselves in that success of that new cultivated habit or goal or whatever it is we're striving for. Right. The chances are that we are going to achieve it the more we can see it. Right. You know, if you think you can, you can. And if you think you can't, you can't. That's right. That's how we think. (laughs) So So has everything to do with our mindset. And we just keep using that word a lot on this show. But that do you want to define mindset for some that may be new to go yard? It's just the perspective that we view. It's our lens. I like to call them our glasses that we view the world oh, in. Oh, cool. You know, and if you were using a negative perspective or a downcast perspective, we are going to lose energy, be more um, vulnerable to depression and a lot, chronic illnesses. I mean, there's a lot that go with negative mindset. And then exactly. on, the, on the converse, the positive mindset, you know, is definitely helps to give us filters and protections from some of the, the negative Yes. So, okay. If we look at things as opportunities. I like that word. I love that word. You know, this I wrote in my journal. This is the year of opportunity and hope. Yes. Absolutely. It's all before us right now. And just get started and and do something about it. Um, I think a lot of people get so down and discouraged. You know, we can do a whole show on depression, but they get discouraged. And so therefore they don't they lack motivation to do anything about their habits. Very true. And so one reason people get discouraged is because they see so much that so much. Yeah. (laughs) And that's okay to be aware of so much. Right. Let's take one little thing. And let's make that one little thing a little better. So decide what you can do now and start in. Yeah. Right. Get started. Get started tonight. You know, there's some people that are so um, messy in their homes, you know, hoarding or having so much stuff sitting everywhere. And uh, you were talking about chunking. They could just start with cleaning off a dining room table that's stacked. There you go. You know, two feet tall or whatever. There you go. Stuff. That's one great, right. great analogy. Right. Yep. Small. Start with something small. If you accomplish the dining room table, then you can move on to maybe the coffee table or right. maybe the sofa or maybe a kitchen counter. And before long, you just one little thing at a time, you'll have a lot done. And I heard you say we should visualize success. Do you want to talk about that? Well, whatever it is you are working towards, visualize it in your head. Okay. Um, see yourself there. See yourself living in this new cultivated habit or goal. Right. Um, if, you know, I've just registered for the Gasparilla and I'm really excited. And so I am visualizing myself crossing that finish line and getting my medal. <laughs> there you go. And you're going to run. And in that's the what motivates me when I'm running at okay. night in this cold weather for a little Floridian girl. And I'm right. tired and I've worked all day and I've had to cook dinner for kids and do homework. And I'm still out there running at night. Yes. And I really don't feel like it. Right. And it was funny because the other night I had two major things I needed to do. I wanted to run because right. that was what I committed to do. And I needed to go to Walmart and get groceries. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I can't do both. I'm exhausted. Right. I'm tired. Right. So I ran to Walmart, got my groceries and did my running and had someone meet me down there with a vehicle. With and a vehicle. I was going to say, how'd you get all home. those groceries though? But, you know. That's, that's a great idea. So you ran there, did your grocery shopping, and somebody picked up your groceries. Yep. <laughs> Brought me home. So, But I were able oh, to wow. not put off that working towards my goal. There you go. Okay. So we don't want our audience to beat themselves up if they have fallen down already. It's the 8th of January, and they're not accomplishing some of the things that they set out on January 1 to do. We don't want them beating themselves no, up. No, we can recommit at any time. We can right. recommit to our goal 
we can refocus that, you know, plan um, and work, keep working towards it. It's okay. I mean, recognize that we've kind of fallen off the proverbial wagon. Right. Maybe look at, well, what happened? Right. Maybe I just, I got too busy. Maybe I got too tired. Maybe X, Y, Z happened. Maybe, you know, a major emotional thing happened and it just deflated you. Okay. Okay. But so no, recognize it. Recognize it and say, okay, well, let's get back on the wagon and keep going there. You know, we need to be aware and we need to be patient. So on these bad habits, we kind of need to be aware of when we're tempted with the banana split that we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier or to not run. If we if that's one of our goals and we're starting to, to run, what what happens that keeps us from it or stops us and all of that. Um, a practice awareness. I think that's a huge key here for what we're talking about tonight. Yes. You know, when we become more aware of those things that trip us up, we might be less likely the next day to give in to that, I would think. Very much. And when we can identify and be aware of what happened, what did go wrong, we can kind of set up a plan to protect that. So if I realize that I fell off my wagon because I was just overly exhausted, maybe I can make a plan to manage that time a little different so that that doesn't happen. Okay. So practice awareness. What are the situations that lead you to undesired behavior? So that's what you were just talking, just about. talking about. What's going on that's right. that's happening. Yeah. And um we can you know, we can't always change a situation, but if we're ready and prepared right. with a plan, we'll be more likely to be successful. Well and that just keeps coming back to purposeful behavior. That we've been talking about for weeks now on go you know, go yard. It's so important to plan and not just kind of you know, just get through your day without any real purpose to it. Very. We're not drifting. And we, right. we talk the drifting about that concept. Drifting yes. Conflict. We've talked about that a lot. We are not drifting. And, well, we can't live drifting if we want to live successful and we want to live happy and we want to live where we should be living. Right. And our, and our purpose with passion. And we exactly. need to be purposeful with that. Purposeful. All right. So what's another way that's another technique possibly? You've talked about chunking. You've talked about being very aware mm-hmm. of the triggers that cause us to fall into bad, the, our bad habits. You've talked about those things that happen to us that just, you know, just kind of get us off track. We've talked about that. So one thing you can do is make it fun. Make it fun. Make Okay. Make working towards your new goal or your new habit fun. It doesn't have to be miserable. It doesn't cool. have to be holding you away from something you really want to do. Right. Make working towards it fun. And one way to do that is make it social. Okay. Get someone in on it with you. The, so when we have some social part to it, it helps make it more fun. We're not doing it alone. Okay. So we have a partner here working on this with us. Or maybe just someone you can talk about your success or where you're at or someone who's been there and has achieved it or is practicing that habit and that you have that social element. So if you're going to Weight Watchers, let's say, or someplace mm-hmm. like that, and you take a buddy along with you and then you are having somebody you can say, well, what did you have for dinner or what did you have for dinner or these kinds of things, right? And it will help you if you have accountability and if you have somebody that can kind of encourage you. And do it with you. You know, right. I've noticed, like, I have several um, friends on my Facebook that are working towards running goal this year. And they've been posting their miles every day. Well, to really? me, I get on that. I'm like, oh, my gosh, she did three and a half miles. Okay, i got to run more. You know, Whoa. it's motivating to wow, me. Wow, that's cool. I like say, that. Okay, she's doing it. So I'm doing it, too. And so just seeing a little simple post of, her running route was really cool because I'm like, I got this. But she doesn't have a hat like you do, though. <laughs> I mean, really, come on. Do you run with that thing? Anyway. No. <laughs> okay, but that's a great idea. Be social with your goals and and really try to have somebody doing this stuff with you if you can, if yeah, at all. Enjoy the process. You right. know, one of my, my goals or new cultivated habit I wanted this year was to eat more healthy. So I kind of went to the grocery store and had some fun with picking out healthy foods. Okay. Where I'm like looking forward to these healthy foods that normally I'd be like, yeah, well, I don't really want to eat that. You know, I mean, I was excited about my raw sugar snap peas as a snack the other day. Raw what? Sugar snap peas. All right. In my pine nut hummus. Oh, my. 
It was yummy. <clears throat> yeah. It's not like chocolate-covered peanuts. But no, it is not. No. But. <laughs> okay. So make it fun and add a social element to it when you're really trying to form a new habit, right? It helps. And yeah. Celebrate your successes. Celebrate. Why is it important to celebrate? Because it helps to motivate us. It does. It helps to keep us focused, and it gives you those rewards. We are chimed off of working towards um, rewards and positive successes. It triggers the parts in our brain that hit the pleasure centers. Okay. And so when we're receiving pleasure in our brain, we are actually rewiring our brain to work towards this. We're sending off the same chemicals that you would get from... Sometimes even the negative habits, they do that. They send off those chemicals in our brain. So what we're doing is now we're taking the positive behavior and sending off those pleasure chemicals in our brain. So celebrate by... Now our brain's going to start craving this new great habit. Okay. So, and that does happen in exercise. Very much. Oh, my heavens. Exercise is definitely one, but having, you know, okay, when when we, you know, are able to run this race, well, we might go do a special activity together to celebrate our accomplishment of the race. Right. For me, my celebration is I want to get a cabinet to put my medal in because I'm really excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) So you visualized it already. You're already feeling that feeling of what it's going to feel like when you've accomplished your goal, and that's important. You know, and the funny thing is, and I do want to hit this, is a lot of people ask me, okay, Angel, well, you, you're you signing up for a lot of races this year, so you're a big runner. I'm like, yeah. No, I could run to the mailbox a week ago wow. successfully. Wow. So, no. <laughs> so it's something that you are... That I've are been working at Determined to zero. do. Okay. So what motivated you to want to do that? Maybe our audience would like to know what changed that. I've always wanted to run a race, and I had a coworker okay. say, I'm running this race, and are you in? And I had another coworker say, yeah, you'll never make it. And I said, I'm, I'm signing up. I'm doing it. If Whoa. I have to crawl across that finish line, I'm doing it. <laughs> That's great. That is fantastic. Okay. All right. You said that our brains are wired to conserve energy. Do you want to go back over that point real quick? Well, you know, there. this is some little geeky, but the neurobiological aspect of making new habits is our brains want to do things the easiest way possible. They want to conserve the energy. It's a computer, but it's a highly efficient computer, which means our brain does not want to go out of the way of its program to do anything. Okay. Therefore, a habit, it's an automatic process for our brain. It's easy. It doesn't take a lot of energy to do what it's always done. Right. When we start to rewrite our program, our brain's like, what the heck are we doing? This is right. not in the script. And you're throwing it to where it has to work harder. Yeah. So it, we have to set the brain up to work harder with a plan. That's why when we don't have a plan, we usually fail. Right. Because our brains, they're, they're struggling to keep up with this change. Once we can stick with that change and we've rewired our brain, now that becomes automatic and it's easy. Okay. But any change is okay. going to be hard for our brains to learn new programming. So we're teaching, we're rewiring our brain. So that the rewards, I can see why the rewarding ourselves, celebrating is so important then, because that's some, that's a good feeling. That it's feels a good, good feeling. And the reason it's a good feeling is because the chemicals release in the pleasure center of your brain. Right. So those are the chemicals your brain wants to work for. Right. So once it starts getting those releases, it's going to be able to work towards that direction with you without fighting you and feeling so foreign to you. Wow. Okay. All right. So tips for changing behavior. Whoa, we're running down on time. Let's get this in real quick. And uh, we didn't have any callers tonight, but maybe uh, next week we will. So, um, So tell me some of the tips that we can remind our audience what we can do different well one really big tip is because our brain is this computer and it can be challenging to rewrite scripts and rewrite programs is to find one small change a new habit and cultivate that and find success there all right um if we work too much our brains get an overload and it starts to kind of you know go crazy on us um so let's find that one and take note of it. Put it in a journal. Put it in your daytime or yes. something, your phone. Writing this, it down. Writing yes. it down. This is something I did this year in 2015. Okay. If, if you're wanting to walk away from negative habits, when you're cultivating your new habit, change your environment. Okay. Do something different. You know, if you always did this negative habit at a certain place or change where you're going, set up an alternate route. Okay. Um, You know, it's kind of cool when we're doing some changes to like make our brain start thinking, take a different route to work. 
because your brain's going to have to start thinking about the driving. You're training, you're, we're training our brain to think again. Okay. And that's good a good idea. thing for it to do. That's a right. safe train. Yeah. Um, create barriers to the negative habit. If we make it harder to get to that negative habit, where brains are lazy, we'll be less likely to go do it. Exactly. You know, so if your habit's to quit smoking, don't keep cigarettes and lighter in the house. No. If you got to go out in 30 degree weather to get a pack of cigarettes, you're less likely to go have that cigarette. That's right. So make it harder for you to go back to Very the negative, so. right? Don't leave the stuff. Change your environment. Easy. So you, that takes purposeful action, too, though. And sitting down and thinking, okay, what can I do so I don't fall back into that trap? Very much so. And it's all about purpose. It is not, we are not drift. This is not going to happen on accident. Right. So somebody gets the dining room table cleaned off and they start piling things up there again. And you look at it and you go, oh, wait a minute. Whoa, I'm not going back to that. So, well, and maybe they started doing it again because they didn't create a real space for those other things to go. Oh, there you go. So maybe they need to start creating a great space for some of those things to go because they keep piling up in this old space that's not where it should be. There you go. And so looking at that, and so making it difficult to cultivate that negative habit. Okay. Make it, all right, make it difficult. Make it difficult. And how about being patient with yourself? Patience is the key Oh, my gosh, doctor. I think sometimes we just beat each other up, you know, ourselves up. We do. Wow. Can, Can you believe our hour is just about done here anything else you'd like to say about this you know and just visualize yourself with your new life and your new habits and you know what you'll get there you'll get there just visualize it and see that you can do it and uh it's out with the old and in with the new and and let's make this a great year 2015 and uh we're excited about everything that god is god is doing in our lives and also in our audience and and uh, the changes that are being made so we want to hear from you and uh you can contact us easily you can send us an email, goyard2014 at gmail.com, or you can always leave us a text message at 727-888-4171. Go to our new website, goyard2014.org, to hear old shows and any that you might have missed. They are there. And so, Dr. Angel Falzoni, do you have a parting comment? Well, you know, like I said, 2015 is the year of opportunity and hope. So let's take right. this as an opportunity to start making those little changes in our life. And before long, you'll start to see a major payoff. Yes, certainly will. Just commit to it and started chunking those things off one by one. one All by right. One. Woo. So, audience, what's holding you back from accomplishing all you want to? Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. This has been Dr. Falzoni. Hi, <laughs> Mama Mac, sharing this great time with you. See you next week, same time, same channel. Bye. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Suspects elusive, million shivering, the first timer, the U.S. Olympic pick. I'm Barbara Cusack. President Obama huddled with his national security team today on the Paris attack investigation.